Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. And we're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, it's the podcast, same as the radio show. John and Ken on demand. You can listen to what you missed. Yeah, and I tell you, <laughs> which we'll get to in a few minutes, we're going to talk to Steve Gregory first, but the story that the El Segundo Times ran about, about all the, quote, businesses that were operating under the 10 freeway. Businesses. Businesses. The, the picture is stunning that accompanies the online article. It's a whole, looks like a bunch of oranges on the ground. We talked about the wooden pallets that burned, and they're often used to move fruit and produce around, and you're not kidding me, at least. Uh, you know, I said this yesterday, things I don't want to know and I don't know anything about. But wow, uh, this is an eye opener. And we will talk about it because, if, uh, again, it involves migrants and it uh, looks like they don't have insurance. <laughs> and a lot of their stuff associated with their businesses burned uh, underneath the 10 freeway it's, when that fire went up Saturday. It's morning. a whole illegal underground infrastructure. It is. Yes. It an is, underworld. Right. That was going on down there. Shifty company that was subleasing pieces of it, and and then the subleasers were sub subleasing. But now we know what Caltrans was trying to do, involving the people that were paying rent to this company called Apex. We will get to all that in a few minutes, but of course we're going to start with the latest that we can get on the whole story. Steve Gregory is here, and he apparently talked to the state fire marshal. How exciting is that? Well. Uh, Yes. Go well, ahead. no. I was just going to say. Well, with respect to this story, it is exciting because this this is the agency in charge of determining who and how the fire started and possibly yeah, it's why. Caltrans property, so therefore yeah. it should be a state fire well, chief, right? What did he have to say? Well, so what I did because it was a twenty five minute interview, and I had to sort of parse this thing down to make it usable. So what I did is I took some points out of it and I montaged it together. So you hear oh. my Q and A, and then he answers, and at the point where he goes into political answer mode, I fade out, and then I ask the next <laughs> question. <laughs> so did you have anything left? <laughs> yeah, when I distilled it down, it's like you know thirty seconds. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but Daniel Berland is the fire marshal for the state of California. Mm-hmm. And I remember him years ago when he was a PIO out in the field. And and it, super nice guy, very informative. But now he's in Sacramento. So that, that takes on a whole new level of, mm-hmm. of job and, and responsibility. And uh, one thing that we did learn is that it was leased as a parking lot. That was its function. It was supposed to be just a parking lot, not a storage facility, but a parking lot. But now I'm going to play this montage. It's a little over a minute, and it'll it'll kind of give you a bigger overview of the investigation and some of the liability. Where does that fall? Does that fall to you, or does that fall to the local jurisdiction? Uh, any um, building uh, uh, that is owned uh, or um, leased by the state, um, we do have responsibility uh, for enforcing uh, the fire and the life safety components of the building code in. We work very closely with Caltrans on all of their facilities. Do you uh, know right now how many citations they were issued? Uh, that would be a question for Caltrans. So, but fire and safety on there, don't, you don't issue citations if there's any violations of, of health and safety or fire safety? Um, like I said, we are coordinating with Caltrans. Uh, ah! As we speak, yeah. um, we have deputies out. Uh, okay, doing, so uh, it was a when you say it was a parking lot, then it was supposed to have only kind of vehicles in it, then, right? Yeah, there were there. To our knowledge, there was nothing that would have triggered uh, any type of uh, routine or annual inspections based on the occupancy of the building, which did not exist, or in this case, based on um, the hazard uh, the, of what was actually occurring uh, in the lease. Right, but no, no, I'm saying that the governor said on Sunday and Monday that Caltrans had issued citations because of, you know, storing improper materials and, and whatnot. Wouldn't that have triggered a visit from you guys? Um, that's still something I, I, I'll need to um, circle back with you on. Um, <laughs> we're, we're working with... Circle back. Every time a bureaucrat uses that phrase, circle back, yeah, that's they become already, very popular the last year or two. They should circle be dragged back. away and drunk, dropped in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Circle back. The hell? No, you're at, that's an excellent question. Very good, Steve. Yeah, you were right on top of him there. I mean, obviously, if he's the state fire marshal and there are fire violations at a Caltrans property, he's got to be responsible how, for that. How difficult is it for Caltrans to send a message to Cal Fire and say, we've got... Uh, all kinds of violations here. It's flammable materials. And come here and inspect this, and let's close it down, and let's remove all the debris. Wow. How hard is that? In all fairness, we don't know that that message wasn't sent. We don't know that. Not a message. John's right. They should have taken everything action. out of there. This action. has been going on a while between this the, uh, lessee and the state. We the, can tell that the, from this lawsuit. The message starts the process, but the removal, it should happen Instantly. Because it's a very, very unsafe situation. John's right. It has to happen like in days after you give that notice. Right. Days. And, and uh, the one thing that I thought was interesting, if you caught him uh, when, when he was saying it, he said there was no reason to give any attention to it based on the threat. You know, that, and what, what he finally told me was they base their visitation and their, their frequency on what the lessee puts on the lease as what's going to be stored in there. As if there aren't bad guys in the world who you violate know what I their lease? Up, I picked up something interesting in the, that clip you played. He kept referring to buildings. This wasn't a building situation. Well, this he, was open property he, underneath an overpass. Yeah, he kept going back to air rights, too. So it was he was kind of incorporating it. Because he says in another part in there, he kept saying building, and he says, in this case, there was no building. So he, he does recognize... That it was just space. But at the end of the day, it's all state-owned property. And, and Caltrans knew there was a lot of storage and there was active businesses there. So why didn't Caltrans immediately shut down the entire operation? It was violating everything. Waiting to hear back.
from Caltrans. And He's going to circle maybe, back. Maybe, maybe, I'll circle back with you, John. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to get dragged into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you want you and I to go like we did at that senator did? I'll stand up there. Let's take this outside. Did he say anything about the arson? Now, the uh, the are you talking about the arsonist that was arrested this morning? For this fire? No. That's, just, <laughs> That's no. what I meant. No, no, you but, caught me there. I thought there was no, breaking because news. because there was. Because there, yes, there was I saw a, some other yeah. guy was riding around a bike and starting fires. Right, and that. so I asked Boyle him about Heights, that. Right? Boyle yeah. Heights, And yeah. I asked him, I said, you know, is there any correlation here? And he says, our investigators are talking to him. At this point, both L.A. City Fire and Cal uh, Fire have said uh, yeah, no connection. That's a good point, Steve, because I wondered if that guy had something to do with this no. fire, since Boyle Heights isn't far away. No, and, you know, he's mobile. So I asked about that, and they said there was no evidence. Because you got to remember, it was probably just a regularly scheduled kook out to set fires, since that's what happens quite frequently in mm, our yes. area, right? Yeah, right. So it it, is, he uh, was probably, that was already part of his route. Yeah. So, well, uh, vagrants are setting fires all day long, every day of the year. Yeah. So how are they ever going to find the guy who started this fire? Well, they've got, I, I mean, if he is just some transient, how are you going to find him? Well, here's the thing. They caught this guy this morning in one hour, which was completely unprecedented, unheard of because of public's input. Now, public, the public are very keenly aware uh, to look out for arsonists and look out for, you know, see something, say something. And they said it was public tips and this, the description getting out there. It was all of that that was able to lead investigators to get to this guy this morning within an hour mm -hmm. and arrest okay. him and charge him with felony. Or this one apparently is harder to find than this arsonist. Right. And. You know, they're also, they wouldn't tell me what was on the video specifically, other than there was activity on a video. Did, did any of the other vagrants see the fire get set? Presumably, they've all been interviewed. All of those 16 individuals that were saved by Karen Bass's office. What was that like? Perhaps they were all, perhaps they were already interviewed. I, I don't I know. I'd like to interview 25 vagrants. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, the issue is now, and well, then I pushed him on accelerant. I said, did you use an accelerant sniffing canine? Because that can tell you something too. And yeah. He says, no, we didn't use the canines here. But I said, well, was there an accelerant present? And then when he said, I can't comment on that, then I knew there was an accelerant present. Yes. So, right. yeah, so someone specifically used accelerant. But as I think I mentioned to you yesterday, this makes it complicated because there were five or six sub lessees in that property. And any one of them may have had a motive for all we know. We don't know. You know? So um, this is going to be a complicated one. But um, I still don't think it's even do, if it... How does all this get so out of hand? They they lease it to somebody who's supposed to use it as a parking lot. It turns into a storage area. He subleases it out to other businesses. And then I read in the Times this morning that some of those guys were subleasing right. yeah, out they as were well. So they can make the rent payment back to that company. Right, right, right because they couldn't afford to pay the rent. And, and this, this landlord uh, uh, forgot his name. Uh, the Apex oh, company guy. Yeah, yeah, in Calabasas. You know, he was bullying every month to get his rent. So that's why the subleasers were renting out little plots of their I, I don't I don't understand. How does this get out of hand? All this is illegal. Everything about this is illegal. Are the laws to evict so complicated that the state can't even evict people from their own properties? Well, as we mentioned, it's you know, the governor said they've been battling with this guy for a year on just this one property and he's got what four or five well, what, others what is battling me that they sent out three or four yeah, legal notices that's been, not a battle and citations and when i if you recall every time i pushed and i said okay yes, what's the threshold what is the threshold and i never got an answer because he can use dramatic rhetoric but truth is it wasn't a battle they just sent citations in the mail every few months
Didn't get a response, so they sent another one. And this one's in red ink and capital letters to really scare them. That's not a battle. Well, I will be interested to see if they uh, fulfill my records request. Because right, well, you, we'll ask you, you all of that in the summer of 2036. <laughs> you are probably waiting for records requests from 15 years ago. Aren't I am you? actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but we'll see who's here then, you or me. Okay. And if either one of us are, are still here, we have <laughs> well, to pack well, to kill each other. Well, <laughs> wow. Boy. <laughs> all all right, right, if I wake up in 15 years and I'm still looking at you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Steve. Thanks very Bye, much. Guys. Hi, that's Steve Gregory, KFI News. Yeah, the guy's name is Ahmad Anthony Nawade. That's the guy that owns this Apex A Wad? Ahmad. Ahmad. A-H-M-A-D. Ahmad. Ahmad Anthony. Nawade. Nawade. He owes Caltrans $78,000 in unpaid rent. Boy, that's a And they sued him back in September. They sued him. Yeah, so two months ago they sued him. But clearly they didn't clear out the place. No inspections. We'll get into this crazy story when we come back. It says here, all told, he owed Caltrans $620,000 in unpaid rent. Looks 620 like grand. They were really slow. And all yeah. that fire danger. That That's in California does not like to evict people. Doesn't matter whether it's under a freeway or in, a, in a, an apartment. Tony Tavares is the head of Caltrans. He's working on diversity and equity issues right now, according to his website. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, it's like, you know, you read the first paragraph of this story in the El Segundo Times. I had to, like, rub my eyes this morning. This can't be real. For more than a decade, Rudy Serafin showed up to his makeshift office underneath the 10 freeway. His office underneath the 10 freeway. As the sun came out and the roar of the morning commute shook the ground below his feet. With a generator, his cell phone, and a portable toilet, the 49-year-old immigrant from Mexico worked alongside a dozen other operating small businesses in spaces they rent between the concrete columns holding up the interstate. They were mechanics, truckers, garment suppliers, recyclers, and yes, pallet distributors. And they paid rent to this Calabasas businessman who leased the land from Caltrans and as you heard just before we went to break, has not been paying the rent. His name is Ahmad Anthony Nawade, the company Apex. He owed $78,000 on this plot, which is 48,000 square feet. What we're talking about the, underneath the 10 freeway there, South Alameda and East 14th Streets. It's one of five that he was leasing from Caltrans. And all told, he owed them six hundred twenty grand in unpaid rent as of September. How does this happen? How does both things happen? How do they allow people to, to operate offices underneath the freeway with flammable materials? And by the way, that guy, Seraphin, is the one that John had a pallet of hand sanitizer he was trying to get rid of. Yeah. yeah and the- he, he broke the leases by illegally subletting to a tow company, a recycling firm, mechanics, a tree trimming company, and a trucking company. And it was only supposed to be used for parking and open storage. And you're, you've got to get other approvals and permits if you're going to do anything else. But no way was there supposed to be inoperable vehicles, because I think there were some broken down RVs under there, flammable materials or any kind of other hazards. That was all against the lease. That was all breaking the agreement. And and Caltrans with, uh, or, uh, Caltrans with Tony Tavares simply could not get rid of this guy. They failed. They're failures. So here's the rest of the story. Caltrans required Apex to hold $5 million in liability insurance, but fire insurance was specifically omitted from the lease agreement. So, poof, there goes that. Well, what's the requirement if it's not in the lease agreement? And then there's all the homeless people there. They were paying homeless people $20 just to move away from their businesses under the freeway. This is so hard to believe. One guy thinks he lost hundred grand worth of tools, trucks, and equipment, including a GMC Camry just fixed for $20,000. This can't be true. Well, it is true. Well, so they have apparently been suing each other. But as John has mentioned a couple of times, this Apex company was charging these people. One guy, Alfredo Lara, 
the rent was $4,000 a month. So he so, sub, yeah, sublet so, yeah. part of his space to three other people for $1,000. To try to make ends meet. So at some point, Caltrans actually sent the representative down there to tell the, quote, tenants to stop paying Apex because he's not paying them. That's where it got ugly. But they didn't send a fire inspector to see all the flammable materials. So Apex sued Caltrans in June, claiming that they're interfering with our business <laughs> and claiming they, they've made $100,000 in improvements to the property. And they didn't clear out the homeless people. And you know the homeless people are probably starting fires every night just for cooking, if nothing else. I always assume that's who's under the freeways, the homeless people. I didn't know some of them have businesses. Or because you want to call them businesses, but they're under the table migrant businesses. Because... Bass and Newsom don't enforce any laws. They have lazy, stupid people running their departments. Nobody enforces any law about anything in Los Angeles. No, this is a lawless area. I just saw some video of her uh, on one of the TV stations in a helicopter. You're doing the great photo op overseeing the great city of Los Angeles down below. That's what she does. She knows she's going to get a free commercial on the local news by going on camera and looking very concerned and worried as she peers out the window. That's the garbage that she does. What she should be doing is going under these overpasses with all the other division leaders, agency leaders, and clearing all out all the dangers. That's her job. Oh, God, God, she's just awful. We uh, will talk more about this when we come back, including uh, NBC4 iTeam report. On something you know well if you listen to KFI traffic reports. All the fires under these freeways from the homeless. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, the show becomes a podcast. John and Ken On Demand. So anything you missed uh, during the afternoon, you could listen to uh, tonight when you get home or uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, and use the app to connect to the Moist Line, which is coming back in just two days. That's right. There's a little microphone icon that you can click there on the app to connect to the John and Ken Moist Line or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. We still do not have anybody arrested for what is supposedly the arson fire that caused the shutdown of the 10 freeway there near downtown Los Angeles. All we're getting now is happy talk about how fast they're removing the debris and uh, they hope to reopen it in three to five weeks. And you got Karen Bass talking about how maybe people are using mass transit. This looks like a big push to get people on the stupid no, trains and buses again. But they're not they're not going to they're not going to do it because it's a, it's a terrible system that doesn't go too many places. And we know about all the uh, vagrants, and the homeless people. They act like the vagrants and the crazy people aren't on the trains anymore. Of course they are. No one's no one normal is going to take that train. They're going to get they're going to get stabbed. Now, as far as the danger under the freeways, and again, with this fire, we had no idea all these quote businesses were operating under there. We just thought it was vagrant encampments. Here is a pretty good I team report that ran yesterday, uh, which is headed up by NBC4's Joel Grover on the problem with the homeless and the fires under the freeways. Caltrans said today it's possible a homeless encampment on fire may have led to all the damage. Our investigative reporter Joel Grover has covered these fires, these stories for years. He joins us live from our news operations center. Joel? Well, Colleen, here's what we know. In recent years, more than half of all fires in the city are connected to the unhoused. And many of those investigators eventually find out are arson. The 10 freeway in flames. 
similar to this weekend, but this was December 2019. Firefighters on the scene that day told the I-Team they believed the fire was started by the homeless camping out here. As the I-Team has shown in years past, there are tents under and around freeways with lots of combustible materials. This was a disaster waiting to happen. Estella Lopez runs the Downtown Industrial Business Improvement District, which is adjacent to the 10 freeway and to homeless encampments that have gone up in flames. Do you suspect there might be a connection to the homeless living under the freeway? Homeless people, when it gets chilly at night, they start fires. When they need to cook, they start fires. For years, the I-Team has documented how the unhoused use stoves, barbecues, propane generators, often igniting homeless tents and nearby apartments and homes and office buildings and sometimes freeways. It's illegal to light outdoor fires like this, but the city almost never cites the unhoused for doing this. The city and the county have not done their job. When you look at overpasses filled with encampments, when you look at underpasses filled with encampments, what did they think was going to happen? This is what was going to happen. Today, California's transportation secretary admitted officials are investigating whether the homeless started the 10 freeway fire. No one to speculate, but that's very possible. This weekend's fire erupted in a yard under the freeway, storing highly flammable wooden pallets, which are used by businesses that receive large shipments and commonly used by the homeless. Pallets are currency to people living on the streets. They use them to move things around. They use them to construct their encampments. They are the flooring, they are the walls. Now that the 10 freeway will be shut down indefinitely, will anything happen to prevent another disaster like no. this one? Do you think this will be a wake up call to government officials to do something about encampments under freeways? I pray and hope that this will change the way that government responds. But I think I'm going to reserve my judgment. Now, just minutes ago, so Mayor polite. Karen Bass said there were 16 unhoused people living under unhoused. the freeway in the spot that caught on fire. She says they've all now been housed, including one who was a pregnant woman. But she cautioned the public. She said it's very important to not jump to conclusions that any of those unhoused people had anything to do with starting this fire. All right, that's that from NBC4 and Joel Grover. Uh, again, the philosophy is there's too much sympathy to migrants and the homeless, and they get away with anything you they know, have to get away with because they're just trying to get by. So mind your own business. You know, so I, they can burn up pallets. Uh, there's, there's a writer for Breitbart. His name is John Nolte, and he wrote a piece today on how uh, Newsom in San Francisco cleared out the homeless for that murderous dictator from China, uh, President Xi. And what the theme of his column was they made a choice. All these years, they made a choice to let all the vagrants, the crazy people and the drug addicts control the streets, because when they decided they had to clean it up because the Chinese president was coming to town, they cleaned it up and they did it very quickly. Matter of days. And suddenly there are blocks and blocks that were encrusted with homeless encampments and now it's suddenly clean again. So. Understand this, whether it's San Francisco or here in L.A. under Karen Bass, this is a choice that Karen Bass makes not to enforce any of the laws, whether it's businesses under the freeway, homeless encampments, fire laws. They choose. They're not asleep. This idea, maybe this is a wake up call. 
No, they they're, choose. They're right. fully Like awake. I said, because the migrants and the homeless are the underdogs, and they're just barely getting by in life, so they need a break. You have to pay the parking ticket. You have to pay the speeding ticket and, because you well, make money. You notice who she scolded? She didn't scold the vagrants. She scolded the regular people. Oh, no, no, no. Don't jump to conclusions now. No, no, no. It's who the hell are you? You're not my mother. You're not my 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 grade school teacher. What are you telling me what to think? You know it's likely a homeless person. You know that. Based on life experience, all these fires every single day started by people in homeless encampments because they cook because they want to keep warm. I mentioned this yesterday. There was one traffic report here on KFI a few years ago where Jeff Ball reported six fires at the same time that he could see from his plane. Six of them, all under freeways, all started That's by That's why vagrants. it's amazing we don't have more freeways shut down because of this. It's amazing. So, it's she, just that this one had this big storage yard full of extra crap that yeah, caught fire. She got caught. She got caught, finally one fire too many. But you know what? And I'm telling you, this is the truth. Karen Bass has contempt for normal people who are now struggling to get to work every day, struggling get, to get their kids to school or to go to their doctor's appointments. She has contempt for you. She is not going to clean anything up. She doesn't care that you're, you're afraid of it. Your kids are afraid of it. It's causing freeways to shut down. She just wants you to join the crazy train, get on Metro with all the other homeless lunatics, and maybe you won't get stabbed that day. That's what she... Newsom. Contempt. London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, they all have contempt for you because you have a normal private life and you work and you play by all the rules and you pay your taxes and you fund all this nonsense. Karen Bass is not your friend. Karen Bass uh, doesn't care about your life. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, the 13th annual Postathon is back. That's right. Chef Bruno's charity, Caterina's Club, provides more than 25,000 meals every week to kids in need in Southern California. And, of course, it all comes from your generosity. You can donate at pastathon.com. Shop at any Smart and Final store. You donate at checkout. Go to any Wendy's restaurant in Southern California and donate. Uh, we'll be broadcasting live all day from the Anaheim White House restaurant. The entire KFI lineup will be there Tuesday, Giving Tuesday, John. Uh, November 28th. That's from 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. 100% of your donation goes to Katarina's Club. Please help. Postathon.com. Well, of course, uh, today, Joe Biden is in San Francisco meeting with the communist Chinese president. Next year, who knows what's going to happen with this presidential race, whether or not Biden stays in the race and whether or not we have third party candidates. Joe Manchin's name has come up because he's not running for reelection in the state of West Virginia. He is a Democrat. That seat will, most people believe, go to a Republican, so the Republicans will probably pick up a U.S. Senate seat from there. Of course, now, one of the other people running as a third-party candidate is the uh, baffling Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And um, the reason he's in the news right now is because he was pictured walking down the aisle of an American Airlines flight headed to the bathroom. And I repeat, headed to the bathroom completely barefoot. Ugh. Who would do that? And particularly somebody that doesn't believe in vaccines. <laughs> I mean, seriously. 
How much hepatitis is on that floor? <laughs> oh, bathroom airline floors. Maybe I know. Could you imagine anything dis- more disgusting? I have enough trouble when I'm sitting there waiting to go to the bathroom. I'm watching who's coming out. And if I don't like yeah. the look of the person, yeah. I wait. I, I do the same thing. And I'm like, how bad is it going to stink in there? I look Did at the they per- flush? I, I look at the person. It's like, I don't want to know what kind of waste they produced. I, do not I don't want that. to inhale those molecules when I walk in. I will. I will hold it until I bust. Oh, I, I, I don't think I, I've ever done number two on an airplane. I don't. Think I don't I think. Have. I don't think I ever have either. No, I Honestly, have to, you have to I, do number one. I'd rather go. Just... I'd rather go in my seat. And then, uh, I, and then I. And I, then people do that. That's why he's bare, crazy walking barefoot. I and, and then and then you open the door, and I I try to figure out okay how can I do this without touching anything. Like, I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to touch yeah. the seat, the lid, the handle, the, the That's sink That's why faucets. you bring some gloves with you or you carry wipes around. That's Wait. what I do. I know, but you're a girl and I'm a guy. Okay, but still, who cares? You don't want to touch anything. I'm giving you the solution for the next time <sighs> you're on a plane. I know, but I'm just guys just don't think of those things until it's too late. It's in, uh, our, it's in our brain wiring. He says, and apparently he was half joking, oh, that's inexcusable to go barefoot on an airplane. He'll never do that again. And, of course, now there's a picture of him at TMZ where he's uh, in the waiting area at a terminal at an airport, and he's barefoot. Uh. I guess he just doesn't like wearing shoes or socks. He doesn't mind stepping in all the goo that collects on on an airline, you know, that, 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 that disgusting rug that they have. Do you, oh, I know. Do you always carry white piece with you in gloves? Like um, everywhere? Well, I, I take gloves most of the time when I know I have to fill my car up with gas. And on a plane, I always have hand sanitizer and I try to remember wipes. Oh, and if I don't, then I have a Kleenex or I use my sleeve. I never open the doors. I never touch anything with my bare hands. This is why women have big, bulky purses. Are you still masking on planes? No. Oh. No, right. but I don't like touching. I mean, that's just gross. I, I, yeah, I don't like touching in bathrooms either. Right. And as I said the other day, Deborah Mark, if you don't want to get sick, do not touch your face. Just don't ever do it. Exactly. Which I think I can't do that. But it's very hard, can. but I can. I, I, I had a lot of practice during the, the pandemic. And I just I would sit on my hands. I just would not. Or I would constantly be sanitizing my hands. So then if I did touch my face, hmm. they were sanitized. My hands were sanitized. Look at that. She's got it all covered. I'm constantly sitting on my head. And then it takes me a long time in those uh, <laughs> restrooms, by the way, in, in uh, on the plane and places where they don't have those butt seat covers. Yeah. I yeah. hate that. So I have to sit there. Oh. And so people probably think, you know, I'm spending a lot of time doing whatever. When I'm not, I'm covering the you know, seat. I, I don't understand. We just haven't evolved very much. Why do we have to deal with processing uh, food and creating waste all yeah. day and night? That's just a terrible thing. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish we, we could be optimized beyond that. Like a machine. We don't have to be fed. We don't have to poop. Yeah. But it's just, it's just the whole experience is awful. All right. Uh, hey, we're coming right back. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.